Well, welcome back to the West Side of Home podcast. This is Dave Steimers with you again. And uh, this is the fourth episode uh, of a little series we've been doing of a little passage in Romans chapter 5 talking about suffering uh, and how suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces hope. So today I want to talk a little bit about hope. It says that hope does not disappoint does not put us to shame or disappoint us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So as we move through the levels of uh, suffering, acknowledging our suffering, putting it in perspective, and then building endurance as we search for the wisdom of God and as we commit to uh, living in that wisdom on a consistent basis and building in disciplines, we build character And character produces a hope that allows us to live in recognition that God lives inside of us. And that doesn't put us to shame. It doesn't disappoint us. The Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And that's a powerful thing I want to talk about today and hope that wherever you're at, whatever you might be going through, um, that just today, right now, today, you can embrace hope and live in it. Hope, it says, doesn't put us to shame or disappoint us. Well, sometimes it does. Hope disappoints us when our hope is wishful thinking. When we just say, oh, I hope everything will work out. I hope I'll win the lottery. Eh, it's a long shot, but hopefully I'll win. It's when we really don't maybe have a lot of evidence that things are going to get better or change. We might have wishful thinking. Um, there's just bad expectations. Sometimes we really don't have any real reason to believe that anything good is going to happen. We just want to, and that's not really hope at all. We could go a little far further and say, Um, Well, what happens when we do have expectations, when we have some sort of reason um, that's in some way a little bit more practical, that things will get better, something good will happen? And that's a little bit better. You know, you work hard, build a life, and hope that whatever work we put in pans out, turns out well. Sometimes it does, but sometimes the unexpected happens. Sometimes things are beyond our control and uh, our expectations are dashed and our hopes are disappointed. So what does it mean that hope doesn't disappoint us because the Holy Spirit has been poured out into our, our lives, the love of God through the Holy Spirit into our lives? couple of things for perspective. One, let's look back at what God has done. So speaking of the Holy Spirit coming into our lives, this was a promise that Jesus gave us. Jesus actually said to his disciples that in this world, you will have tribulation or trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. And so when we think of God living in us, we first look back to what God has done. We look back at Jesus who displays to us in history how much God loves us because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Jesus, before he was crucified, uh, initiated a ritual for his disciples. We call it communion or the Lord's Supper uh, or the Eucharist. Um, And in the communion, one of the things Jesus did is he gave his disciples uh, wine. He said, drink it. And in doing so, remember me. This is the forgiveness of sins. And when he gives them um, that wine to drink, and he gives them bread to eat, says, this is my body for you, and then this is my blood shed for you. And he tells them to eat and drink. He tells them to internalize God's loving presence and his forgiveness. This is the sign of the remembrance of the commitment that he has to us. I'm going to give my life for you. I've entered into suffering into this body with you. Now internalize that everything I'm doing here is the evidence of how much I love you. 
that I will pour my Holy Spirit into your life, my love into your life. So we look back into to history and we look back and, and we see Jesus displaying the very heart of God, which is to bring us into right relationship with him, into good relationship with him, into such intimate relationship with him that he's inside, he's living. We can find God within ourselves. And then we also look forward to what God will do. Uh, Paul, who wrote this letter we've been talking about in Romans chapter 5, later in the letter, in verse chapter 8, verse 18 and 19, he talks a little bit about the perspective of the future and how that sheds light on today and the suffering of today that the people he was writing to were enduring. He says, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory he will reveal to us later. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are, when God will show up and show us that we're really his kids, we're really family. God is moving creation towards a day when God will show us that he's our father, we're his children, and he'll set everything right. This is amazing. We look back and we believe that's true because we see that God was willing to send his son, that he was willing to die for us to be present with us because he's bringing all of creation, that is the whole world, to a place of renewal. John in Revelation, the book of Revelation, he pictures it this way in his um, vision. I heard a loud shout from the throne saying, look, God's home is now among his people. He will live with them and they will be his people. God himself will be with them. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or sorrow or crying or pain. All these things are gone forever. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine all the things that we watch on the news that are so painful and are happening in our world? All the things that you're personally struggling with or have struggled with, the pains and the hurts, imagine them all being made right. Imagine no more panic attacks or anxiety or depression, no more sickness or breakups, abuse, addiction, guilt, no more shame, bankruptcy, racism, poverty, injustice, that none of these things will last forever. None will outlast or overpower what God is doing. It is a promise that your pain is not permanent and the pain of the world is not permanent. Almost seems too good to be true. And so we ask the question again, how could we be so confident that something so amazing will happen? Not as wish, wishful thinking or just an expectation, but how could we be truly confident? Jesus says, take heart, be confident. Why? Because I have overcome the world. And the cross shows us that God is reconciling the world to himself. And that he's willing to step into our suffering. We've talked about this last couple of episodes to walk with us through the suffering, to restore it and renew all things. So this is still hard. How do we live with that hope? How do we make that real in our lives? It's really hard um, when we look over just the, the span of the coming months and years and decades and to think of what hardships might continue to happen and we might continue to have to endure. What else could go wrong? That can be overwhelming C.S. Lewis talks about that and talks about how that can just get to you and it can be hard to live in hope uh, when you're always looking into the future like that and, and trying to think, what's this going to be like in a year, five years, 10 years? And he said that God wants us to attend primarily to two things, 
to eternity itself and to that point of time which we call the present. For the present is the point at which time touches eternity. It's a beautiful quote. In other words, he says, we can't control our past. We can't live in the future, but we can live today in the present in light of eternity, in light of those eternal truths that God loves us enough that he would send his son to die for us and that he is setting all things right. And one day we'll do away with everything that is wrong in the world. You can live today, right now in the present in light of eternity. And so as we live in a world where sometimes it seems so painful and we go through real suffering and we think, I don't know if I can be able to get through this and how much longer is this going to last? Can I, can I endure for another week, another month, another year, another decade? Through difficult times, we break it down and say, we just need to get through today. Live in the present in light of eternity because all we really have is right now, this moment, this day. And we let the process work and allow God to make us stronger and a person of character we talked about last week and find hope. And you find that hope allows you to start over in the cycle, to wake up tomorrow and to hope again. And then the next day to hope some more. And then that hope grows stronger and stronger just one day at a time. It's like compounding interest. Just make the deposits every day of hope. I can get through today because I trust in the hope through the Holy Spirit that's been poured into our lives, the love of God poured into our lives through the Holy Spirit, the presence of God getting me through today. I I have the hope of eternity burning in me today. And then day after day, those deposits gain interest and more interest and more interest. And we get stronger and stronger one day at a time, trusting in the powerful, loving presence of God at work in us. And that's what helps us become strong in hope. And so Paul later in that passage we read from Romans 8, just kind of reinforces this love. And he says that we are now more than conquerors. The one who has overcome the world has made us conquerors with us through him who loved us. And then he says this, and may this be uh, just spoken over you um, today. He says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. And that's what you take to the bank. And as you look back in the history of what God has done in Jesus, and as you look forward to what that means he will do for all of creation and restoring it, may that fill you with hope for today to live in the present in light of eternity. 